We got a short ended crew today. Me and Ari here. Sully and Ozzy are out of town. But you know what we say? Welcome back to Over the Breakfast Table, week 11. We got a lot to talk about. Crazy stuff happened last week. And let's start with the recap of the championships. You know, ridiculous day. Two overtimes, one of the craziest playoff days you'll ever see in your life. And before the game, people were doubting the Rams' legitimacy. They pulled off of a nice overtime win. But has, has anything changed? Are they, are they, do they have more of a chance of taking on the Lombardi this year after the win? More of a chance? Yeah, they're in the Super Bowl, so they got more of a chance. But I'm saying... No, yeah, I, understand, I got you. But I think they definitely have more of a chance. They got Now they got confidence. They beat the number one seed in the NFC. Now they're going against... I got you. You got to say the best team in the AFC, even though they're the number two seed. But it's Tom Brady. You're going against the best team in the AFC. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. And You're then, going against a dynasty, a exactly. team that's dominated the last twenty years. You know, and for me, they don't have a lot to lose. You know, that, I agree with that. They're a young team, and everybody knows that they'll be in this place for the next, hopefully, for the next ten years. Their coach is ten years younger than Brady almost, and they have a lot to look forward. Their team is really young. Yeah, and everything to gain from this game. Experience, yeah. just everything. Yeah. And I wouldn't be so surprised. Game game falls within within possession, you know? McVeigh is pre- is gonna be preparing these guys for hours and hours and they'll be ready, you know? They're not gonna they're not gonna be coming out like blowing out the Patriots, they're not gonna be coming out beating them for necessarily. But they'll play with them and I think they'll be ready. And I don't for all those who say, Oh Patriots are gonna kill, I, I think we'll have a game, you know? Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, everyone's ready for a good game. Let's, like, yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. All right, good and stuff. Running that uh, Chiefs Patriots game, just that was that was the cre- that was more of a crazy game. Just that was insane. I don't, I think most of America was pretty disappointed with the outcome, but yeah. <laughs> people don't want to see the Patriots anymore. They're done. You know, they had their they had their run, but you realize when when Brady first won his Super Bowl, that was the story people wanted. You know, people were like, "Oh, yeah, oh who's this guy?" You know, but it's it's over. You know. He's going for number six. Hang up that your hat, Brady. For me, but though, what does he have to gain anymore? Like another Super Bowl, like money. He needs more money. He need, like once I mean, the, he's playing on a team, he he want, he no, wants no, to no win, want to lose. Like he doesn't want to lose, but he's already done this five times. What, what's in it for him? You know. What do you mean? What's in it for him? A Super Bowl championship. That's... A Super Bowl championship, but he's done it. You know. He's the he's goat. Done it five times. He wants to do it six. He wants to be Michael Jordan. He, he wants, wants to, to be prove himself as the goat. Like he already is the goat, but Michael Jordan won six. He's gonna he's gonna win six. Listen, him and him and Belichick, they want to prove themselves. They want to do something fantastic. Go to go to the Giants. Go to the go to the Niners or something. Get the victory. Do, show, do something there. Do something with a team that hasn't been somewhere. That would be a lot of fun. I know it's never gonna happen, but I just don't see. Yeah, I don't see Belichick coaching for much longer. He doesn't have a lot to gain anymore. But it's not about, it's not about their gain. Like they just want. They're doing it for fun now. Like they love the game. They love what they exactly. They, they love what they do. That's uh-huh. they're doing it for the love of the game. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, next up, we got people. Zubac has been playing great in the past few games. You know, in the beginning of the game, he's been riding the bench, and now the last of the games, they've been trusting him. They've been put, putting him in big situations, and they've been they've been trusting him with putting him over Chandler and putting him over exactly. Yeah. He, like he's only been averaging seven, seven and a half points a game, four and a half rebounds per game. But as you said, he he is playing crucial minutes in the fourth quarter and and, and overtime. He's playing over Tyson Chandler and over Javale McGee, and it's obviously obviously for a reason. Like they're not they're not putting him in for like for like whatever. They he's playing for a reason. He's playing he's playing awesome basketball, 
and like every time he every time he's in like every time he's in the game like you see the teammates they get hyped they want him to do good they love him he's a great guy and not to mention they they have a lot of injuries on the team key injuries obviously LeBron's injured with that groin injury he's been out for a while Lonzo Rondo exactly Lonzo injured team and another thing about the Lakers they released a statement earlier that they wouldn't rule out the the possibility of bringing Melo to the team Carmelo Anthony but they said only if a roster spot, roster spot would open up, which is also unlikely. Yeah, I think they like their depth. They like their depth. And they especially with bench. all the injuries, they can't, yeah. Yeah, they like that. All right, good stuff. But next up, we have the debate. You know, the Chiefs are expected to give Patrick Mahomes the biggest contract in NFL history, first $200 million contract. And what do you have to say about that? You think that's a good move? You think that's a... I actually agree with that move by Andy Reid, by the front office, the Hunt family of the Chiefs. You, you don't come by these quarterbacks, these generational quarterbacks, like, once a draft. Like, the quarter, these quarterbacks come every once a generation. Like, once, like, Tom Brady. Like, that, that was, he's the GOAT. And maybe Patrick Holmes will become close to him. Or maybe, I don't say he's going to be better than him, but close to him. And he's he threw 5,000-plus yards a season. 50 touchdowns, only 12 interceptions. He's not making those key mistakes late, late in games you see the young quarterbacks make. He's really only in his first year, and I don't know, two hundred million, the most ever for anyone in the NFL. That's that is a lot, but the the front office of the Chiefs, they, they drafted him for a reason. They know exactly what they're doing. They took him two years ago with this in mind, with this sole intention of signing him to a massive contract and keeping him for a long time because they know he's going to be around for a long time. That's that's literally why they drafted him. I don't know. That's yeah, I, I do not agree with the move. I, As you said, he's generational talent. As you said, he's ridiculous. He had a historical season. And the quarterback is the rarest position in sports. But you don't give somebody the highest deal in NFL history after one season of play, you know? I, I know it's... If you, they don't, then another team will. Another team, they saw what they did, then another team will. And then you're not ready there. to... He's not, he's not going anywhere, okay? You don't have to give him $200 million in order for him to stay. So you're saying he doesn't deserve it, or he shouldn't I'm get saying it yet? He, I'm saying you wait, wait it out a little. Give him a one-year extension. But you're not ready to give him $200 million after only seeing him for a season of play. You're... you're first of all... Right, they're going to see First of all, year. you're losing, after, after you're losing rookie, key players. After you can't afford to have everyone. But also... Also, even if... Even if... What's it called? Even if you saw him. Even if you're not losing anyone... You're giving him the highest contract ever for somebody you only saw for 16 games. Okay? Obviously, he's legit, and obviously, he's rare, but you don't know yet. You don't you don't know if he's going to be the future of the franchise. You don't know if he's going to be able to do this, and very likely, he's not going to be able to do this for another five years. I would say, years. I would say he would. He's going to be able to put up 50 touchdowns a year. You know, bar, barring a serious injury, I don't see why not. He didn't in his first year. I'd say he only gets better from here. All right. I mean, you know, like nobody's been able to get better than this for consistently, you know. I don't, I don't know if you're ready to do this after one year of play. Right, you've never seen anyone do this, so he could be the first. You've never seen anyone right. make these kind of like no look passes he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's the first to do that. He's he's gonna be the first to, like stay consistently throw fifty touchdowns a year. That's true. All right, next up we got our hot takes. What do you got, Ari? I saw Tony Romo release a statement that after Bryce Harper commented like. After Tony Romo commenting that commentating on that Chiefs game, he was just a wizard with what exactly knew. He's gonna know he knew exactly what Tom Brady was gonna do on every play. Oh, Julian Edelman over the middle. Oh, Gronk split out wide. Oh, the safety's gonna come down. He knew it like he understands the game. He was just in the game two years ago. 
playing on the Cowboys, but he he knew exactly what was going to go happen. And then, so Tom, Tony Romo said that Bryce Harper is going to play with the Rangers. So I'm going to say Bryce Harper is going to play with the Rangers next year. Yeah, I like I like that. I like you bringing Tony Romo. And I'm going to stay in the Tony Romo segment section, and I'm going to say that Tony Romo gets a head coaching job in the near future. Not in the near future, maybe next five, ten years. He knows the game in and out, and I think he's going to get one. You know, Jason Garrett got one. And I'm going to be serious. Here's that take. He takes over Jason Garrett in Dallas. That's I think Cowboys fans will love that. That's a hot take. All I think right. Cowboys fans are fed up with Jason Garrett. They are fed up. Two playoff wins, was it, in the last ten years? Was that, that true? Yeah, he's not been performing well. All right. What else we got? Oh, we got a fan contest, you know? Really easy. You want to be on the next episode for a quick call, and here's what you got to do. Go on Apple Podcast, give us five stars, take a screenshot, and send it to one of the admins, and you'll be put in a raffle. Two winners will be get the call in, in the next month, get on the episode. You got to do it. All you got to do is just send a screenshot to the admin. Really simple. And next we got our LVP, which we're going to give to the refs. The refs are both games. Both games. That huge no call for the PI at the end of the game. That was... Very costly, and he clearly leveled the guy without. He wasn't. He wasn't. If he hit the guy when he was looking at the ball, first of all, if he didn't play the man, he would have had a pick six. Easy. He was clearly in a position to catch the ball. If the defender played the ball, that was a pick six. I'm saying, he hit the he hit the guy, and then obviously shouldn't be pass interference. You can't. The rule is you play the ball, not the man. He was mm-hmm. clearly playing the man, and then I'm my the 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 call that I hated the most in the Chiefs game was the roughing the passer call because. That was a bad call. It, maybe it, you can you can argue that maybe it looked like he hit his helmet, but all the Chiefs defenders hit his shoulder. Yeah, then. they hit his shoulder. Just it's football, you know. It's contact sport, and also that D Ford offsides call that was also questionable call there too. They ruined the game for the Chiefs. Also the yeah, the interception. I thought that, that clearly hit his fingers, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, a lot of questionable calls in both games. It was it was a tough way to lose. Another thing, I feel like that ref is at every game. I don't know. I don't know how he does it. Jesus there. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up, boys. We'll see you next week over the breakfast table. Make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts. Give us that five stars.